live from an undisclosed location in a basement in Dimension X. It's the Shredhead Podcast, starring the rehabilitated Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredhead. Hey, what up, you fools? It is I, your master, Oroku Saki. A.K.A. The Shredder. Thank you, thank you. We're back. And of course, with me, my main brain. The brains of the outfit and the mayor. The good mayor of Dimension X. It's Krang. Crying. I'm here to lend a helping hand. That's, that's hilarious to me, man. What's good, y'all? I know. I know we've been gone for, um, you know, a couple weeks now. Um, And like I said before, man, I am not in the business of just trying to crank out an episode for the sake of cranking out an episode. So, um... That's not what we're going to do. That's not ever what we're going to do. We're going to do our best to create good content when we do it. Um, You know, for some of y'all, I know it's a ritual. For me, it's my art. So somewhere in between, we need to um, we, we need to meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, but um, with that said, yeah. let's get down to business. Let's start talking about the National BA. Yes, since we went on break, well, since we took our week break, um, we've we've done something in the city of New York. Uh, and again, I I needn't remind you that I, of course, am not in the city of New York. Um, I, I say that so often that you might think that I really am in New York, but I'm not. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, the National BA and, and and the New York Knickerbockers, I'm just trying to pull up my own information. Um, where are we in the standings? Here we go. Um, who knows, man? Huh. Sorry, I have to wait on the loading here in Dimension X. Y'all talking about tickets. Ain't nobody trying to come see that. Um... So here we go. Where are my games, man? Where's the schedule on this thing, man? Uh, see, no, no. Do one for yourself, Crane, because you tried to get me. Thank you. All right. Um, here we go. Schedule. Let's let's check out our win-losses uh, over the past couple of weeks, shall we? We shall. Um, there we go. Do-do-do-do. Show previous games. You know I want to see previous games, you fool. Uh, yeah. Hey, so... It's going all the way back to January. Uh, let's see here. Since the last time we talked, uh, we had beaten the Wizards. Hey, we got a good, um, you know, 20 point, 20 or so point win over the, the Rockets. We've defeated the Hawks. Um, we've defeated... No, we actually fell to the Pistons of Detroit. Twice! Twice! Really? 
Oh, no, no, no. No, we beat them once. Nah, dude, this is... What? Hold on, fam. Sorry. I have to readjust in the middle because... Shit went all the way back up to the beginning of the season. All right, no. Uh, we wore the city jerseys, the ones that I hate so much uh, in the game against the Wizards. Um, the Rockets, we defeated them. See, hang on. This is what happens when you don't do pre-show uh, work. Uh, and then we fell to the, uh, to the, the magic of Orlando. So, I mean, whatever, man. We're heading into the uh, All-Star break pretty soon. Um, by the time of this recording, we will have faced off against this, uh, the San Antonio Spurs, quite possibly the, the uh, Timberwolves of Minnesota. So we'll see. Crying. Chill. What? what? Oh, come on. Crying. Get it together over there, buddy. No, play the whole one. Play the whole one for yourself. Thank you. Uh, so where where do we go from here? Uh, yeah, um, and I, I think part of that success comes from grabbing the, um, you know, acquiring the services of one Derek Rose. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, De Derek Rose, don't get me wrong. I, I really appreciate Derek Rose, and I think that maybe that um, his arrival in New York is propelling some of his success. Um, that maybe he's just excited to be in a new place, um, which I, I don't feel like his run in Detroit was bad by any stretch. Uh, it just, you know, it's, it's, maybe it's not a lot of reward. I know that it seemed to me that, de that the Detroiters liked him there, that, you know, the city welcomed him with open arms. It just wasn't somewhere that was poised for immediate success, so, I mean, I guess you may as well get on the big stage, uh, such as, you know, the garden. And then maybe that will augur better for your career. Um, who knows? You know, um, we're probably more of a, of a, of a what do you call it? A, a contender right now. We're probably more of a contender right now than, say, the city of Detroit. But, you know, whatever. Um Hey man, you know it, it, it. Either way, either way, it's pretty tough. Um, you know, dealing with whatever you you'll deal with here, uh, in New. Well, not here. Damn it! I, I'm so used to being in New York that I I keep saying that where I anyway. Um, keep beating belaboring the point. But I I don't know, man. I would like to see this bear fruit. Also, uh, the the chasing of of um. Andre Drummond, you know, hopefully, just, you know, it's good to have good players uh, if you can if you can get them, you know, but we'll, we'll see what the Knicks do. I wish they would build me up to get within smelling distance of a championship uh, and let me down. At this point, I'll take it. I'll take... I'll take a first round playoff um first round playoff win you know 
uh, and then go from there. The Shut up, man. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, hey, big time shout out to, um, Draymond Green of the Warriors of, well, I guess San Francisco, I guess we, we call them Golden State, but I mean, you know, I, I feel like they, are they, they're in San Francisco. Yeah. Right, so. Whatever, man. The, the 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 Golden State Warriors, uh, with Draymond Green, after a game, he just kind of brought up his own point. Um, I would love nothing more than to go and find that clip for you, but uh, then again, I don't feel like it, and more than likely, you've already heard it. Basically, he was just pontificating upon the uh the point that basket that that players i mean every sport really i mean come on every sport um players are expected mm -hmm. to do as they're told and to to go and do what they're supposed to do uh for the good of the team uh and then you know just whatever for for everyone else meanwhile when they want to announce that you know they're looking to be traded then they're sat on the bench just like the andre drummond situation um, who else? AD is on the bench, but for injury, uh, somebody else, some, so somebody else is basically sitting out until they're able to be traded. And, um, oh, Bl uh, uh, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Um, you know, it's, it says that they were, uh, you know, well, that at least Blake, um, had come to the agreement with, um, Detroit front office that he was going to to rest or that he was going to sit out until uh something could be a decision could be made um but maybe you know it, it, that's not a bad thing if that's decided upon by the player and the the uh the front office or the uh the operators of the team um what Draymond was speaking on was just the lack of um, agency that players have in the league and the the expectations, however unfair, uh, that are placed on um, talent that are not placed on, um, say, for instance, the team, you know, to do things, do enough to, to satisfy the player, to make sure that they're not, you know, to make sure that they're happy, to make sure that, you know, that it is a, 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 a fruitful work environment. And, um, you know, when, when teams just announce that someone's on the trading block, that's really, I mean, that's tacky, you know. Um, I think that the, the point with the tra uh, Drummond being brought up again, um, he, he also said that, you know, this doesn't get out to Adrian Wojnarowski um, if it doesn't come from the team, right? And so everybody was trying to say that, no, Woj, Woj brought it up. Uh, Woj didn't have that information. He didn't go and suss that out on his own. Somebody hit Woj up and said, hey, we're shopping Andre Drummond uh, and we're benching him. Um, 
you know what I mean? That doesn't just, that information doesn't just leak like that. <laughs> Drummond ain't on the phone, you know? Um, and so a team can just out and out shop you versus you saying, hey, man, I demand a trade. And, you know, it makes the fans, the fans get mad because they feel like, oh, well, you didn't want us and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> And 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 the fans fans are shitheads, man. They're they're a bunch of homers. They know how this goes, man. Um, cornballs. I know fans of this show hit me up and they want me to do things, and I don't care because I don't want to do them. Nope. And when you know what I mean, you we're not going to let someone else dictate what we do in our careers, how often we do anything. Uh, when we leave, or anything like that. Never. If you worked at a Best Buy and a customer came in there looking for you and you quit, what are they going? They're not going to burn your shirt. Like, nigga, I don't like it here. I'm going to leave. And people with that sense of duty, that is that speaks to something even deeper and darker. In, in in Earth society, uh, namely the United States, when people don't like what they do and they continue to do it because it's more comfortable than getting up and doing something about it. And so... Yeah, listen! They... That's called right. motherfucking bars, nigga! Thank you. You know right. nothing about that! It, it's true because if you've ever, I don't know, I know that my my pupils, again, I've been able to be in business for myself most of my life. Um, but when my pupils would leave places like, you know, retail and come to me to train in the art of ninjutsu, uh, you know, their, their friends would see them gain all kinds of confidence, tell off bosses, leave uh, leave jobs for somewhere else acquire higher positions, use their degrees, uh, you know, just become better versions of themselves. And those people were shook because they hadn't ever really considered that maybe if I don't like this job, I can just leave it um, regardless of what this economy says. So within that similar economy of the National BA, um, there are 31 other places that a that an NBA player could go, you know, granted they're wanted or whatever. Um, there's always somebody out there who will want you. And so when you want to decide what to do with your future, feel no shame in doing so. Um, and and that man, that's just yeah. Yeah, now listen. Thank you. That's called that, motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. Just, just take that with you, man, into in into every job that you go you know like never forget that anything that you do in life and you figure this sucks there's always a different and if not much better situation that you could put yourself in that you have the power to put yourself in anyway uh those are the keys that's 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 a bar for right now when we return um we'll be talking about something else on the shredhead pod um, so after these messages from the hyphen podcast group, we, we will return. Master Shredder.
Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Malachi. And this is Alejandra. And you're sitting on the couch and your life is passing you by because you're not watching Insert Name Here. Catch us Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you missed us, you can catch us on Friday on Spotify and Amazon. Yeah, obvious nonsense, gang, gang. Hyphen Podcast Squad, you never take us down. All right, we're back with the Shredhead Pod, of course. I am Oroko Saki. Whatever, I know I set you up for a new one ready. My bad, Krang. Um, we're Day com- mo. <laughs> what? Day mo. All right, nigga. Uh, uh, all right, Krang. Cut the crap. We're going to, uh, it is still Black History Month. Every month is Black History Month. Um, but whatever. This is the time that we've chosen. Well, we didn't choose to celebrate it in February, but we will. Because we ain't gonna let your crackers take February from us. And whoever that tapping Daffy is in Michigan who wants to, um, and I don't even think he's, he's like, I mean, you know, I mean, he African, African in the sense that he is, you know, from continental Africa and he wants to eliminate Black History Month in Michigan. Uh, nigga, shut up. Um, and we should have a white history month. I want it to be 31 days of white folks hearing all of the atrocities that their grandfathers and great-great-grandfathers and grandmothers um, totally did to uh, everyone, everyone, but especially what they did to black folks. Um, I want you all to learn about gator-baiting, all of your, uh, the, I want you to learn about the Tuskegee in- experiments. I want you to be all about that because most of you, okay, and this is before I get into my my bag about um, who we'll be talking about today. You, you hunkies, um, you know you can't absolve yourselves and most certainly you can't absolve your relatives for the, the atrocities that they committed. So the next best thing for you to do is to stick your heads in the sand and pretend they've done nothing. I assure you, we will find more horrific stories about terrible, terrible things your your, your people have done versus accomplishments that they've done to um, better society as a whole. So, you know, ev- everything that, that your old uh, <laughs> European um, rule has ever done, it was, it was built on the back of someone else and I think that as a part of your history, we should get all the way into that. So yes, I would love a white history month. Now listen, let's that's do called it. motherfucking bars, that's nigga. Right. Can you know nothing about that. Uh, yeah, so let's do it. Let's get that white history month cracking. And <laughs> right, yeah, that ain't work out the way you thought it would, didn't it? Um. Anyway, so on to some black history. Uh, and I say this often. That when we say black power, we're talking about someone, um, you know, winning against all odds and running faster or scoring more touchdowns and 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 points. Um, and when someone talks about white power, they're usually talking about um, hurting people, uh, uh, most obviously of a different race. So that's why we say those things, your connotations that have been created by yourselves 
uh, that that's y'all's fault. That ain't got nothing to do with the rest of us. Um, anyway, yeah, y'all came up with the term cracker. So there you go. Anyway, today, um, speaking of some black history, and and let's let's get into some black pride. Um, let's talk about Mister Dwayne McDuffie, Dwayne Glenn McDuffie, uh, American writer of comic books and television. Known for producing and writing the animated series Static Shock, Justice League Unlimited, and Ben 10. Um, so, <laughs> you know the man's work, even if you don't know the name. You know his work. You know what he's you know what he's done over the years. Also, which maybe you didn't know, and maybe you do, uh, you know of his comic book company, Milestone Media, uh, which focuses on underrepresented minorities in American comics. Um said McDuffie about minorities, underrated minorities in comics. Uh, he said, you only, this is a quote, you only had two types of characters available for children. You had the stupid, angry brute. He's, of course, he's talking about black characters. And he's the, and the, he's smart, but he's black character. Um, and they were all colored either this Hershey bar shade of brown, a sickly looking gray, or purple. We've seen purple. I'm looking at you, Dragon Ball Z. Um, I've never seen anyone that's gray or purple before in my life. There was no diversity and almost no accuracy among the characters of color at all. And the only way, not, that's the end of his quote, uh, I will add the only way that we've been able to kind of um, authenticate any uh, brown characters, you know, pre- 1999 uh is by having Cree summer do the voice you know it was just like fine that was our touch of blackness um thank god for Cree summer we love you um in 1983 he graduated with an english uh a bachelor's degree in english from the university of michigan Dude, dude, he got another, he got a master's degree in physics. Then he moved to New York, um, where he went to the School of Arts there, Tisch School of Arts. Um, and he got the assistant editor, editor position at Marvel Comics. Um, oh, snap, says here, and, and I'm reading Wikipedia, so this could, this could be totally, um, you know, somebody could have just added this, but it says here that uh, comedian Kegel, Ke Kegel, jeez. Oh, my goodness, Kegel. I know, I know, there it is, come on. Thank you. Um, Keegan Michael, so you can see where the confusion came in. Keegan Michael Key, you, you know him, uh, discovered that he was Dwayne McDuffie's biological half-brother by their father. I need to look that up. But if so, of course, uh, everybody, everybody is. If you come from the same town, uh, then more than likely you're, you're related in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how many people ask me, oh, do you know such and such from New York just because... You know what I'm saying? I'm from the Bronx. Everybody asks me if I know Jesus and Marrow. And yes, I do. But, I mean, come on. You know, that's kind of weird to ask people. Anyway, 
Um, here we go. Uh, so, of course, he worked at Marvel, um, like I just mentioned. And then uh, in the early 1990s, he wanted to express a multicultural sensibility that he felt was missing in comics. And so he and three of his partners founded Milestone Media, which the plane dealer of Cleveland, Ohio, described in 2000, in 2000 as the industry's most successful minority-owned and operated comic company. Uh, McDuffie explained, if you do a black character or a female character or an Asian character, then they aren't just that character, thank you. They represent that race or that sex. They can't be interesting because everything they do has to represent an entire block of people. You know, Superman isn't all white people and neither is Lex Luthor. Well, Superman is supposed to be Jewish, uh, you know, with having the same background story as Moses, basically. But, you know, I, I, get, I know exactly what he's saying. Um, but of course that's not everybody's, he's Superman. Uh, we knew we had to present a range of characters within each ethnic group, which means that we couldn't do just one book. We had to do a series of books and we had to do, we had to present a view of the world that's wider than the world we've seen before. Um, so yeah, the, uh, milestone characters include static Icon, Hardware, uh, Zombie, that's with an X, not a Z, and no E at the end. And the multi-ethnic superhero group, The Blood Syndicate, which include black, Asian, and, uh, and Latino men and women, well, we would say Latinx men and women, debuted in its titles in 1993 through a distribution deal with DC Comics, serving as editor-in-chief McDuffie created or co-created many characters, including Static. Um, and then, of course, we know that Static got his own show uh, that he wrote um, on Teen Titans, the, the the original, well, is it? Would it be the original? The Teen Titans show um, before it was Teen Titans Go. Uh, he was a staff writer for Justice League. Uh, and was promoted to story editor and producer as the series became Justice League Unlimited. Um, so he edited 60, story edited 69, nice, uh, of the, yeah, right, thank you, 69 out of the 91 episodes. Uh, he wrote the, the story for the game Justice League Heroes. Um, Lots of stuff, lots of stuff here. So, yes, and then he uh, also, his work has been seen on, like I said before, Ben 10 Omniverse. Um, he worked on, let's see, ooh, he did the All-Star Superman uh, directed DVD adaptation, which was pretty good. Uh, All-Star Superman, if you've never read it. All-Star Superman. Uh, yes, the one where he was, he basically had cancer. Um it was weird, uh, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, he wrote Milestone Forever for DC Comics. Um, yeah, so this this is him returning to comics. He wrote uh, several issues of Firestorm. Um, yeah, Milestone Forever. 
Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, boom, boom, boom. No, the mini. He wrote for Beyond on the uh, the Marvel Beyond series, all that good stuff. Uh, un- unfortunately, um, he of course has to win in Black Trauma. Um, February twenty first. Man, we're on. Actually, wow, 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 guys, I am. I had no idea. But I'm actually reading this. By the time you get it, it will be the 10th anniversary of Dwayne McDuffie's death. He would have been 59 years old uh, on his 49th birthday. Damn. So, And then tomorrow, so then tomorrow will be his birthday. That, that is wild. One day after his 49th birthday. Today is his birthday. That's nuts. One man, hey, crying man, hey, crying. You need to be. What's up? Yeah, nah, you need to be doing some sound effects right now, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not Daddy. that one, crying. No, damn it, crying. Oh, never mind, crying. Don't do anything right now, crying. You've been wilding as of late. I thought the week off was gonna help you, but you just game talked. over. Shut up, man. Uh anyway. So um where was I crying? You just pretty much rocked me. Anyway, um yeah, so he passed away in Burbank, California, uh on February twenty first, twenty eleven. That is crazy. What a crazy, crazy coincidence. I had no idea. I didn't even know I was going to talk about Dwayne McDuffie today. Um, that is, that's wild. Wow. Um, my mind is so sufficiently blown, I think, that we should take a break here. Um, and we will return uh, after these messages to the Shredhead Podcast. Ladies, are you ready for the best in adult male entertainment? Then come to the Showdown in Motown All-Male Review at Watts Club, Mozambique. All the players will be there. Scorpion. Damo. The Mustangs. King Caesar. Viper. Cobra. Final Assault. Magnum. It's the showdown in Motown at Watts Club, Mozambique, on Finkel Avenue, Watts Club, Mozambique. Masters, Shredder. All right, we're back with the end of the Shredhead pod. Of course, we must begin the end with our Cretan. Of the week. No, you cretins! That's right, and it couldn't be anybody but your boy, Ted Cruz, man. Ted Cruz, he's often he, he's he's often a punching bag. Um, and I guess in order to be a punching bag, you kind of have to be a cretin. But for some, eh, never mind. I don't want to, you know. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't say that. But Ted Cruz is definitely a cretin and a punching bag and because 
uh, I mean, you you've seen the news. Obviously, he uh, the the city of I mean, the city, the state of Texas has been frozen over, uh, and it has caused lots of complications, inconveniences, and um, like life threatening events to take place for a lot of Texans. Um, and he used that time earlier in the week to uh, to spirit his family away to Cancun, Mexico. We don't celebrate that, Krang. Thank you. Uh, So anybody who knows Ted Cruz at this point um, understands that everything he does seems to be a troll. Uh, apparently, he he has a dog, a white dog named Snowflake, um, that he left at the house. Um, and you know, w- once everybody got up his ass, he was trying to act like he wasn't, you know, um, he didn't have in- intent to stay in Mexico until the whole thing blew over. Nigga, 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 I mean, come on. We we know that he's a Cretan. We know that he's a punching bag. We know that he's a coward. Um, we know that he his facial hair looks even. He, he's the only man I've seen. Well, I mean, besides a full on mustache, a beard makes that. It just doesn't work. It's, he's like if Anthony Hamilton could grow more patchy beard, um, it would look like Senator Cruz's. Uh, but for Senator Cruz, I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, do us all a favor. Jump in a casket and get your dial. Just do it. Jump in a casket and get your dial. Listen, you listen. You could just get in the casket, and you don't necessarily have to perish, but just get in the casket until you're ready to perish, um, because. When you're ah, right, God when, when, when you're out here, um, it's just like when I send my when I used to send my child to to bed, I knew that she didn't immediately uh, drift off into dreamland. But you know, eventually she got there. If you could just wait all of this out, like the rest of your life, in a casket, so that the rest of us could be relieved from your idiocy and your cowardice, um, we would greatly appreciate that. Jump in a casket and get your dial. Preferably jump in a casket and then get your die on. All right. Um, after all that, we do have a, um, what the, oh, we do have, um, a shred commendation, which we normally do. Uh, again, if you can't, if you can um, get your hands on some milestone comics, do that. I mean, it's only right, right? The man's passed away, um, but rem- but you know, in memory of a king. Uh, look up some uh, Dwayne McDuffie stuff. Find it. Should be cheap enough on on the. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to, to funnel um, business to uh to amazon but if you have to use our link over here at the hyphen podcast group that's right that is uh tiny urls dot 
uh, hpgamazon.com, um, something like that. It's there. Uh, a little bit of the bread that you put up will go a long way for helping us in our podcasting ventures. So um, I guess, yeah, that was just kind of a commercial. Um, so, yeah, get on it, man. If you gotta, if you listen, you have to do it anyway. We have to, you know, appease our Amazon overlords um, every now and again. But you know, if you you can promotional consideration paid for by the following. Right, um, you know, hook up hook a brother up while you're also um, you know just buying things that you need due to Amazon and the ease. Uh, anyway, uh, shred commendation. Um, Cobra Kai, duh, let's just do that. Um, and I, not only am I telling you to go to Netflix, I'm not funneling business to Netflix as well. Promotional consideration paid for right. by the following. Um, I'm not telling you, you know, just to funnel business over to Netflix because here at the hyphen podcast group, um, B hyphen is also, uh, you know, hyphen nation is still a thing that you should be checking out. So go and uh, look up Hyphen Nation if you are not already up on game. Check it out. The la- the latest episode, he and Meliset of the Hyphen Podcast Group, they do a review on, like, Cobra Kai as a whole. But it, it gets its hooks in you very relatively easily. It's pretty damn good and you can tell everything that's about to happen and it's still pretty good it's very a very satisfying show the way that they do the things that they do um yeah man it's 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 damn good it's uh it's pretty self-aware which makes for a better show it's not ragging on itself but it's it's saying yeah we know it it winks at the camera whatever it does um but it doesn't insist upon itself it's a, it's a very delicate dance i think uh the cobra kai as well as uh the new save by the bell they both do a pretty good job of 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 dancing on that razor thin line between obnoxious uh fourth wall breaking and being in on the joke um so yes cobra kai and like i said uh the the new save by the bell to hell, whatever, and of course Dwayne McDuffie books, check all that out, um, and we'll see you next week, maybe, um, if we feel like it, meanwhile, if you could just do me the simplest favor of looking over there, there we go, if I could get out of my, there we go, you just look over there, is that is that a is that a dollar on the floor? Hmm, maybe you should examine it while we Ninja Vanish Sayonara suckers we'll see you if I don't see you you'll see us next week if I don't see you first. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?